0: to another episode of Dad Teaches Me About Wine. It's the podcast that teaches you as much as you've been pretending to know about wine. I am Madeline Quigley. I'm Matt Quigley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Madeline. How's it going? Well. Sounds good. Okay. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new around here, uh, welcome. The name pretty much says it all on this one. Dad teaches me about wine. I'm Madeline. This is my dad. Say something, dad. Hello. That's dad. (laughs) He knows a lot about wine. I am learning. And each week we pick a topic. I ask all the questions that you'd normally be too embarrassed uh, to ask a wine snob. But it's my dad, so I don't care. I'll ask him. Uh, And then... We all learned something. Isn't Plus, it great? I buy the wine. Plus, <laughs> not to be forgotten, my dad buys the wine, so cheers to you. Alrighty. Now that we've gotten all that shop talk out of the way, I'm so excited for this week's episode. It's so basic of me to be excited about it, but I'm excited because I think other people are gonna be excited. Would you like to do the honors of saying what it is?
1: Drum roll, please. It is... Rosé.
0: The Rosé episode! And believe it or not, this one was my dad's idea. Not the millennial.
1: Well, this time of year just screams out for Rosé, and if you go into the wine stores, you will be accosted by row after row of uh, Rosés. Did
0: this happen to you recently?
1: Uh, Sure.
0: You've yeah. gone into the wine store and been like, yep. Whoa, rose landing.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's roses all over the place. So Rose
0: uh, all over the place.
1: So And um, we're both
0: wearing pink in honor of it. And if you check out our Instagram, which you should totally follow at Dad follow at Dad Teaches Me About Wine, good good picks, huh dad? Have you seen it?
1: Yes, I saw it.
0: I texted it to you. Yes. What do you think?
1: Looks great. Alright.
0: Back to the wine. Back to the rosé, rather.
1: So, the interesting thing about this discussion is it's going to be very quick and simple because there is very little that you need to know about rosé.
0: I was just talking to my friend, and she goes, I said, my dad and I are about to record the podcast. The theme is rosé this week. And she goes, huh, I bet your dad has a lot of not nice things to say about rosé. I was like, I'm going to say probably he'll name one obscure rosé that no one will be able to find that's really good and then other than that it's going to be some some uh well
1: then i think i'm going to surprise you because i think oh. that i think that every i think that certain wines fill a a particular gap in terms of what you want to do and rosé wines or are what not, you want to drink well but they're not meant to be profound wines they're not meant to be paired with a big steak or a profound meal.
0: That's not its job.
1: Correct. So its job is typically to be quaffed next to the swimming pool or
0: with your gal pals.
1: Yeah, or sitting out on the veranda before dinner.
0: Or driving in a car on your way to Coachella.
1: Which would probably get you arrested, but
0: I know. Don't do that. <laughs> At least
1: in our state, you can't have Yeah, don't an open... do that, guys, but yeah. it probably In our state, is you having... can't have an open container. I guess there probably are open container states, so uh, maybe you can do that I just... legally somewhere. It's
0: just what I picture, but no one should do that, obviously. No one should do that, but... All right, or drinking with your dad, and both of you are in pink outfits. My brother, my dad's specifically wearing a polo my brother had in high school.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited I can get into I can fit into a shirt that Matt wore in high school.
0: Yeah, that feels good, huh? I'd feel pretty good to fit into something I wore in high All right, I like it. Anyways, so back to the rosé.
1: So what is rosé? I think I know. Well, go ahead. Tell me.
0: Red grapes that haven't been pressed all the way.
1: Okay. Reasonably close.
0: Or white grapes that haven't been... Or have been pressed hard. So it's white, red grapes, or sorry, red grapes that have only been lightly pressed, maybe also mixed with some white?
1: Um, Probably usually not. not. All right. So,
0: yeah, trick you, question, you figured it yeah, out. Yeah, the,
1: the important thing to know, in terms of uh, wine trivia, is that the juice from every grape, be it a white grape or a red grape, mm-hmm. comes out clear. Mm. It is basically white.
0: Oh, it's the skin and mm stuff.
1: It is the skin and contact on the skin that bleeds the color into the wine.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: So So how long
0: it's in contact with the skin is what matters.
1: That is correct. So that's how something like champagne, which is usually a white wine, can be made from two different red Grapes, Pinot Noir, and Pinot Men. Oh, so it just has
0: very little time on the skin.
1: Correct. Virtually no time on the skin. The juice is just extracted and then fermented.
0: I tend to think that we're about to rock a whole bunch of people's worlds with that revelation. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. They won't admit to it, probably, but there are a lot of people who are like, you don't say. (laughs) You don't say. Even though we've mentioned it on the show before.
1: So, different... Grapes give up their color at a different rate. Red grapes. So there isn't any formula for how long the grapes sit um, on the skins, or the the juice sits on the skin, to make a rosé. Okay. So it can vary anywhere from a day to a couple of days in order to get the appropriate color. So... It is not typically a mixture of red and white wine to make a rosé, except in Champagne.
0: Oh, really? But that's just because they're mixing two types of grapes that just happen to be...
1: Well, in Champagne, they will actually mix red wine and white wine to make a rosé Champagne. But virtually every other quote-unquote rosé that you're going to drink, still wine... Is made simply by letting the grapes sit um, for a short period of time on the skins in order to impart the color.
0: It's just so weird because so many people say rose is their favorite type of wine. And rose really can be a whole bunch of different grapes just on the skin for a little bit. So it can't be your favorite type of wine because that doesn't really mean anything, right? That's like saying. Well,
1: it could be any of a hundred different yeah, drinks. Yeah,
0: that's like saying my favorite type of white wine is white, right?
1: To a certain extent, yes. I mean, right.
0: I, I'm right. sorry guys, I'm not here to shame you.
1: So, when when I started drinking wine a million years ago, back in the 80s, the big wine from California was called um, White Zinfandel, which is basically a... Uh, rosé of the Zinfandel grape. And it was vinified in a way that left a lot of residual sugar.
0: Oh my God, so it was like
1: punch. Low alcohol, high sugar.
0: Why yes. drink that? Why waste your time, money, and calories on drinking Trust that?
1: Trust me, hun, for a number of years, probably for about five or ten years, they were able to produce and people drank Literally millions of gallons of this stuff. Yeah, but
0: no one makes it anymore.
1: Almost no one. Oh, gosh.
0: All right, before this gets too sad. um, So what do you have to say about rosé then? So we've talked about how it's made. It's white wine that's been... Or red grapes. Wine juice. No, you
1: you cannot make a rosé out of a white white wine grape. Sorry. It has to be a red wine grape.
0: Red wine grapes. That have been pressed and then allowed to sit in the skins in le—is it lees? Just skins. No, lees is the vine.
1: Lees is the um, yeast.
0: Okay, scratch that. Allowed to sit on on the skin and stuff for a, a shorter amount of time than a red.
1: Right, a lot shorter. Okay. Reds typically sit for weeks. This is a day or two.
0: This is a day or two. It does a lot of damage in a day or two, I guess.
1: Well, what it does is it imparts color, but what it does not do is impart tannins. So, oh, rosés okay. are not going to be
0: No, they're not. Bitter.
1: Right. Yeah, so it is
0: really all about the color.
1: It is about the color. It is about being able to turn, basically, red grapes, which you associate with more uh, bigger wines.
0: Tannic, fruity. Big
1: tannic wines yeah. into, basically white wines that were a little pink
0: Yeah, 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 it is about making a more like
1: pool light. poolside L-I-T-E. version. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: light. This is like yeah, miller light or something. I see what you're yes. saying.
1: This is wine light. So traditionally, the original rosés came from Tavel, T A V E L, which is in Is that a producer? It's a town. Ugh, gosh. Swing and a miss. In um, in the uh, Rhone area, southern Rhone. All right. And it is one of the few AOCs that's actually Rosé. Uh, almost no other... Uh, there's virtually no other AOCs that are Rosé. Okay,
0: so this is a big deal. It has to be a Rosé to be from that area. Correct. How does that... That is crazy. So are those... Ex- well, that's the French. Is Tavelle... Is this a Tavel? No.
1: This is uh, Provence, which is a little further east. All but Tavelle... Right is usually made from the grapes of the southern Rhone, which would be Oh,
0: you're really putting <laughs> me on the spot here, ain't ya? Um, five, four,
1: three, two, one. So it's gonna be Grenache. Okay. So sure. Senso.
0: Okay. Nope. Wouldn't have
1: no. But nope. some of the biggest inkiest southern Rhone wines like Movedra. They make roses.
0: In Tavel?
1: No, no, no. They, not in Tavel, but throughout all of the southern Rhone. Everybody makes rosés. Because
0: there's money to be made?
1: There's money to be made, and you got to do something with the grapes that you're not going to use for other stuff. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. This is instead of just selling them or something, they just make some...
1: So They don't make a lot
0: of money off of their their junk grapes. Because
1: they sell a lot of it.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Because it moves.
0: So are you telling me that some part of the popularity of rosé has to do with someone making money? Wow, I can't believe it. That's crazy to believe.
1: But the remarkable thing is that even the biggest, inkiest wines, which are uh, from the southern Rome, wines which that'll make
0: you really pucker up, and
1: Bandol, which okay. is made from the Mavédra grape, uh huh, which generally just the
0: Mavédra grape,
1: mm mm-hmm, or ninety plus percent Mavédra. That's
0: a lot of Mavédra.
1: Which is generally really tannic, huge wine. Well, guess what? They also make a rosé out of it, and it's very light. Yeah, Easy that's to crazy. Drink. How,
0: all right, how much would a rosé from Tavelle be? Uh,
1: in a really upscale, high markup, a wine store, maybe twenty bucks.
0: Oh, okay. And, and is that the best of the best in terms of rosé, or is it most the historic and?
1: No, it is. Um, it is a kind of a benchmark in, okay. in, as far as. You should try this, just so you know what the original rosé tasted like. But rosé is such a a carefree, easygoing thing that um, that that nobody that nobody talks about. Well, this is the rosé you have to have. It's did it Yeah, that's kind of nice. Did it go well with lunch?
0: Yeah. Did you have fun at the pool today? Yes, Yes, I drank rosé.
1: like even, in. Oregon. All the, very big, uh, Pinot makers in the Willamette Valley. Well, guess what kind of rosés they make there.
0: Pinot rosés. Pinot
1: noir, yeah, Pinot noir rosés.
0: Yeah, and they're like, oh, here we go. We can take our reject grapes and make money from a whole bunch of like.
1: Just nomous, light, easy, free yeah. wine at fifteen dollars a bottle.
0: Yep. I like I like
1: this. Um, so uh, this but, particular wine that we're drinking is uh, farther east than Tavel because it's in Provence. Uh, yeah, which Domaine is,
0: de Blas.
1: And looking at the bottle, I don't think they're going to help me at all in terms of what's in here.
0: Can you like? find a rosé from a lot of big red wine areas? Like, can you find, like, a rosé from Burgundy? Or, like, are those people really not bothered? Or I guess I wouldn't say Burgundy on there, then.
1: No, there is no Burgundy AOC for a rosé right. wine. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not aware of too much red being turned into rosé there. They, they It would be much better for them from a financial standpoint to turn that into village wine. Or just... just Burgundy one. AOC. Right, Burgundy right, right. One. So
0: what rosés are you digging? First off, two questions. I'm going to benchmark the, or put the, what rosés do you like on the bench and talk about the color of rosé. This well, is a really orange one.
1: This is relatively light. Yeah. Most, there is no standardization of the color anywhere okay. except in Spain where they try to, Make out a light, and a and a dark oh, rose.
0: Really, they do yeah. have that in Spain. So,
1: what's the big grape in Spain?
0: Uh, like from Vino Verde, that one, or no, it's no, red.
1: It's got to come from red. Red it's, Tempranillo. Oh, Tempranillo. So Tempranillo is, is the big grape, and the other secondary grape there is Grenache, and you can get rosés from both of those grapes Are produced they mixed? from Spain typically not all right they can't, could be because there are no rules about Rose
0: do you like those roses do you like Rose
1: I think if I'm sitting by the pool
0: in in, in Matt's pink shirt from high school yeah
1: and it's 80 degrees and the sun is reflected off and I'm in the under the umbrella and the sun's reflecting off the the surface of the pool and I have my sunglasses on I think it's a perfect wine.
0: That's what you're digging. you're Yeah, in that moment, you're not really digging a uh, Mouvedre full.
1: No, no. Why would somebody want a big, profound wine at that point? You're yeah, just that's looking, the
0: point I'm making.
1: Yeah, you're just looking for something to quaff.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's what... So do you have any favorite rosés?
1: Well, as I mentioned, the, the Oregon folks do make rosés from Pinot Noir, and, and those are really... Uh, They have a little bit of sweetness. They're really easy drinking wines. I do enjoy them. Any specific producers? You know, it probably changes every year based on who's got extra grapes. Um, Not really. What about
0: areas that would
1: have Well, the Willamette Valley.
0: Willamette Valley. Willamette Valley. Rosés from the Willamette Valley. Look out for those. Are they going to be significantly more expensive than other rosés?
1: No, because nobody can charge very much for a rosé. Really?
0: Okay, so that's good, guys. Willam Oregon Willamette Valley rosé.
1: Yeah, if you're paying any more than twenty bucks for a rosé, you got to scratch your head and think maybe that's I should the... go back and get a different one. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: guessing it's because the label looks pretty. That's why you're paying a lot.
1: Perhaps. And then, of course, Tavel is a is a is a benchmark. Um, in I kind of like Tavel French rosé. Right. And I kind of like the Spanish rosés because. Uh, they tend to be, uh, very flavorful. They, they, <coughs> especially the darker ones, they tend to extract a little more flavor out of them. So um,
0: Grenache and Tempranillo? Correct. So look out for, and, and those will even say light and dark on them?
1: Uh, yeah, it's Rosato and the darker one, I can't remember. There's two different terms for it. Right. You can just, you can just guess based looking at the bottle, whether it's, A light pink or a dark pink.
0: So as someone who goes to the wine store a lot, um, when did you start seeing this explosion of rosé every summer? Was it 10 years ago? Five years ago? Probably
1: about 10 years ago. Yeah? Yeah.
0: And just has gotten worse and worse every year?
1: Well, I don't say it's worse. I just think that it's... More popular? Yeah, more popular and... uh, I think it's a great trend I think it's a way Ooh. for the producers well, it's a way for the producers to utilize their sort of end run grapes okay.
0: so it's a good opportunity for the producers,
1: yeah, certainly it's a opportunity to use kind of their whatever's left over in terms of their grapes uh, not to impugn their uh you know their wine making, but rose is just a fun expression of what they do. It's not, it's kind of like taking a course pass-fail, you know? Yeah. Most of what they do is uh, being judged very critically, Uh, but when they make a rosé, it's just kind of a fun wine, you know? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, open open the bottle next to the pool, whatever, enjoy yourself. I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, Great concept, and it's been what's interesting is that it's been adopted in so many different wine areas, you know, throughout Spain and especially southern France and in the US. Um, don't know of too many Italian roses, but I'm sure somebody could email us <laughs> one.
0: Sure, there is one out there.
1: Yeah, this probably something. Let's just
0: something say that. I'm enjoying this I'm enjoying the rosé That's
1: glad to hear it
0: that's what I've got to say that's my story I'm sticking to it
1: yeah I think that uh, the great thing about rosé is that uh, it's pure enjoyment you don't need to know almost anything about wine to enjoy the rosé no one is going to no one is going to be critical of your choice because basically they're all the same
0: yeah, I got to say, even you aren't being critical of anyone's <laughs> choice. I thought you'd be like, "Oh, it's the Pinot Grigio of the summer" or something. But
1: again, it's what uh, you know. Circumstances. What do you, What do you, What void are you trying to fill?
0: Yeah, dude. Do you think we should do an episode? Do you see this this beer making kit that I got you over here for many Father's Days ago. Should we do a dad make dad and I dad makes beer dad makes beer episode? Does anyone care? Can you guys let us know? Is anyone out there? Can you no. let us know? I got my dad a beer making kit a while ago and it's, it's still waiting. <laughs> One day we'll make some beer. I met a kid who's from Germany and his family makes wine. Do you think we should have him on the show? Why not? Why not? Um, but he was really confused why Pittsburgh doesn't have vines everywhere. He's like, these hills are perfect for it. I don't get it. What's the what are the heck's going on? I was like, well, first off, the rivers are were once incredibly polluted, and second off, uh, I think the real estate is worth more than any mediocre wine you're gonna make.
1: That is very true. All of that. But yes, you could probably grow Pittsburgh Riesling.
0: Yeah. Ew! I don't even want to know. <laughs> Let us know, guys. Let us know what you think. Bye. Sending us an email leaving us an itunes review we're easy to find you can find us on wherever you get your podcast by searching dad teaches me about wine you can contact us by emailing dad at gmail.com and you can uh just keep up to date on the show generally what's going on i just posted an instagram story about the rose episode that can be found by following us on instagram at dad teaches about wine if you don't have an Instagram you can still see all the updates by going to www.instagram.com slash about wine. Uh other than that, um dad? Nothing. Guys you can email us dad me about wine at gmail.com. Please email us. This is getting sad and pathetic. I us end it.